Hi, my name is Aaron J. Marks. You can find out more about me at AaronJMarks.com. I'm a visionary purpose coach and a metaphysical leadership mentor. To my knowledge, I'm the only one in human history who's claimed either of those titles, and those that know me well tell me they couldn't imagine better ones for me. For as long as I can remember, I felt like my mind has worked just a little differently than most people's. At times it's been uncomfortable, but I've begun to see that it's actually incredibly important and that there's never been a better time to share the way that I think and see with the creative and entrepreneurial leaders out there who need to hear it. This is my podcast, A Higher Level. Everything we think, see, and do here happens on a higher level, and that makes all the difference. For some of you, these are among the most important and transformational conversations you will ever hear, and they will fill in something you may not have even known was missing, but something that is essential for your happiness and transformation. This podcast is all about creating a space for these conversations, a place to explore your deepest and most persistent questions about the human condition, a place to dream, play, and muse about the meaning of it all, a place people tell me only I can help them access, and a place of crucial importance for the human spirit and our future as the human race. On a higher level, everything is vast, rich, beautiful, and deeply optimistic. Join me there now, on a higher level. Hi, uh, my name is Aaron of AaronJMarks.com. I'm a visionary purpose coach and metaphysical leadership mentor. And this is my podcast, A Higher Level, where everything we think, see, and do happens on a higher level. Welcome back. And uh, we're in the middle of a series about the, the five perpetual paradoxical problems or dysfunctions of the human condition. And if you're just coming in now um, without having listened to the previous installments, go back and listen to them because we're on the th third problem. Yeah, the third problem, which is existential friction. And um, so, so capulatory happenstance, that's the first problem. It's where we grapple with the question of being and non-being and, you know, kind of how we, how we think about that very state, you know, which, which is just very, very difficult to imagine. Um, and we, you know, we see how low the odds of us existing actually are. Um, and the second one is narrative trauma, which is where the past meets the present. And then, existential friction is the pure present. So if you think about the five metaphysical realms, motion, life, action, strategy, purpose, um, existential friction is what I associate with action, you know, it's, which happens in the present moment. All actions happen in the present moment. The present moment demands actions, you know, it's, we're, we're sort of we're entrapped in the present moment and that entrapment is the experience of existential friction. So I was just writing about this this morning and I thought of the, um, there, there's a musical. Uh, my mom loves Broadway musicals. We listened to a lot when I, when I was growing up, I don't, it's like, I don't know what this one sounds like. If I heard a recording, I'd probably recognize it from, for, from her having played it, but there's a, there's a, a musical that had a particularly evocative title. The title is Stop the World I Want to Get Off. Um, and it's about a clown or something. Um, that, that's all I really know about it. So Stop the World I Want to Get Off. Apparently, that was that was a, in graffiti on a wall somewhere. Like, that's where that came from. And so, you know, some wayward youth was was off, you know, just being very dissatisfied in their existence. And that's, you know, kind of a little bit of the release that they they had was, was writing that. And it's just, it's such a poetic description of this thing that I call existential friction. It is the dissatisfaction of human existence. So take a moment, just feel it, right? 
You know, you exist in the present moment. You can't escape it, right? I want to stop the world I want to get off. It's not the world. You know, the world's a metaphor for existence. I just, I don't want to exist for a while. That's what we often think, right? And when we don't want to exist at all, like when we can't get out of that, that's, as far as I can tell, that's what depression is. And, you know, that is something that I've dealt with. Um, it's just, it's a not wanting to exist. It's actually a not wanting to have ever existed, right? Um, you know, and suicide is a poor substitute for not wanting or for for never having existed. It's not the same thing, you know, and I, I talk and think and write about that in other places. I'm not going to dwell on that here, but, you know, when people... Um, you know, when they contemplate suicide, when they, when they go through with it, they're saying, I don't want to exist, but the, the, the challenge is it's not the same as never having existed. Right. Um, you know, again, we, you know, against all odds, we exist, right. You know, one of those 64 trillion combinations and, and, and here you are, like you're the one who won the lottery, like you have to do something with it. Right. And what we do are the actions that we take in the present moment that we're trapped in. and time keeps going you know um the arrow of time you know which creates entropy and uh breakdown and everyone else going on and moving and doing things and and here you are you have to do stuff too right and you know this is where i think about motivation because or it's like where i f- reframe the concept of motivation because uh <clears throat> I think that the way we talk about motivation is wrong because like people say they have to find motivation to do things. And it's like, no, you don't because you are motivated to do things. Um, You know, the problem is you can't stop doing things. And so you actually need to change your motivation because your current motivational configuration is causing you to do certain things. And what you're actually saying is, well, these are not the things that I wish I was doing. I wish I was motivated to do other things. So it's like, you don't have to find motivation. You have to change motivation, right? Because you're doing something right now, right? You can't stop doing it. It, You know, it's like people have a, it's like, again, it's built into our language where it's like, oh, where did that person go? They must be somewhere. What have you been doing all this time? You must have been doing something. And there's an answer to that, right? Now, you know, the answer might be, well, I was sitting on the couch eating chips, streaming Netflix, right? For three hours or for, you know, for eight hours, like my, my whole day, that's a series of actions, right? We can't stop taking actions. You know, the, the, the future keeps bearing down on us and our response, whether we want it or not is always actions. So, so we can't stop taking actions. And that's really the essence of existential friction is that we exist and that existence is very unpleasant. Okay. We have to do something with it. We have to take actions. So as far as I can see, we have two responses two possible responses. And, you know, we all, we all have a, a very nuanced and individual ideal uh, combination of these two. It's Cause it's like, I don't think that it's, you know, it's best to do entirely. Like, I, I don't know that one is better than the other, I, you know, in a way it is, but you could also say that you need the other one, the less good one. However, you could then step up another level and say, well, yeah, but doing the right amount of the less good one, it helps the other one happen, happen better. And you'll, you'll understand, you know, what I'm trying to talk through in a second when I, you know, kind of tell you what, what, what these are, but, um, but, you know, I, I think in any moment, um, you basically do have one of those two responses. So the first response is to numb yourself, you know, numb yourself against existence. And that's what a lot of us do. I mean, I, I do it from time to time. The, the second one is to build. 
Okay. Um, to say, okay, well, I, I exist and, you know, there's all these things that I'm dissatisfied with. Uh, you know, I call those frustrations and there's these things that I see that I want. I call those aspirations. So I might as well start going for them. You know, that's building. And that, that challenges you to step into leadership and creation and numbing, um, you know, what you got a lot of us do, um, numbing is, is where we get into things like, like idleness, you know, that's a numbing response and overeating. That's a numbing response and, and drugs. That's a numbing response. Right. Um, and abusing things like entertainment, you know, so entertainment can be abused. You know, entertainment is a very potent, meaningful self-development tool. Uh, because when we watch movies, we're watching commentaries on the human condition, right? When we watch television shows, we're watching commentaries on the human condition. But the problem is, if we don't have enough of our own human condition to compare it to, then we despair and we find self-loathing there, right? So, you know, numbing is not the problem. Too much numbing is the problem. And so it's like after a hard day's work, watching a movie and having a glass of wine is not numbing in the same way that it is if it takes over your whole your whole existence your whole experience get it so here's the paradox with this right so it's like we're in the present moment like you're starting your day right and you have two paths right you have numbing and avoidance and you have building and acceptance right they're both unpleasant <laughs> so you know um building and you know being unpleasant or bu building and uh and growth and creation um and acceptance that's unpleasant right away because we have to we have to get our energy up we have to you know to use the traditional parlance we have to get motivated we have to be like okay i need to to jump in i need to face these things that are that are going to get me out of my comfort zone you know i, I need to i need to do these things that i don't want to do I, you know i i need to face the conversations that are going to be uncomfortable i need to face the rejection i need to face the hard work right yeah you know that that demands so much self-growth that's hard right that's hard immediately. Now, eventually it gets easier. And then you step into bigger and bigger challenges and they're always hard. Now, numbing is hard as well. It, it just tends to be harder a little bit later, right? You know, it's like when we avoid that responsibility that we didn't ask for, but we have uh, to build and grow and create um, and accept and face. Uh, when we when we avoid that and we say, okay, no, I, I, I think my actions today are, are going to be idle. I'm, you know, I'm going to sit, I'm going to numb, I'm going to entertain, I'm going to overeat, I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to indulge in substances that help me, you know, kind of escape into my consciousness in different ways. We tend to call those drugs and alcohol, right? Um, at first, those are fun. But then eventually, when you abuse, you know, those commentaries on human nature, you know, the drugs and the, the entertainment, um, you know, the things that are supposed to, you know, kind of be a seasoning to life instead of life itself, then eventually you find despair there. So that is the paradox of existential friction uh, and the perennial problem. So um, if you're unhappy, you know, if you're, if you're despairing, um, give yourself grace because you didn't ask for it, right? But remember that your path of redemption, your your path of happiness, your path of self-satisfaction is in the building, it's in the growth, um, it's in the acceptance, it's in the facing things, it's in it's in accepting that discomfort of the things that you don't want to do to get going. And it's remembering to put the things with which we're so tempted to numb ourselves in their proper context. Right. So, so every moment we have that choice and 
the path of growth is 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 building or is choosing choosing the actions of of leadership and creation and acceptance and facing the challenges more of the time and choosing numbing less so can't stop the world can't stop existence we won't be able to get off not until the end right so you're here and you have to take actions and the future keeps bearing down on you and entropy entropy keeps happening and you have all these other people who you know make demands of you because you know the arrow of time is pushing on them too right you know we we all have this existential friction together um so that's that's existential friction my name is aaron of aaronjmarks.com and this has been another episode of a higher level where everything we think see and do happens on a higher level hope you enjoyed that i will see you in the next episode thanks so much for listening to a higher level i hope that got you seeing thinking and acting just a little differently or maybe even a lot when you act differently you get different results but we need to start with the vision and the thinking how do you feel ready to go and make positive inspiring changes in your life and work if so it means what we're doing here is working and i would love for you to let me know if this is you there's a bunch of ways for you to get in touch with me you can go to my website aaronjmarks.com or look for Aaron J. Marks, Visionary Purpose Coach and Metaphysical Leadership Mentor on Facebook, or you can look for Aaron J. Marks on LinkedIn or Instagram, whatever is easiest for you. And if this is speaking to you, I might suggest that you think about becoming one of my leadership coaching clients. In our work together, we'll have conversations on this level, but tailored just to your life and aspirations. You really can't imagine what a difference this can make for your mindset, vision, and results. The first step after learning more about my approach is to book a free, no-obligation discovery call both of which you can do at aaronjmarks.com. If your intuition is nudging you, don't wait any longer. It is likely the next step along the marvelous journey of wherever you are here to go and whatever it is you are here to do. And I can't wait to meet you. Thanks again for listening, everyone. I'll see you on the next episode when we'll continue to see, think, and act on a higher level. I'll see you then. Higher Level is the official podcast of Aaron J. Marks, visionary purpose coach and metaphysical leadership mentor. Learn more at www.aaronjmarks.com. A Higher Level is written, recorded, edited, and produced by Aaron J. Marks. Music is by Aurier. I'll see you next time on a higher level. <laughs>